If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome, welcome Spelt with two Vs, to the Horror Hangout podcast, the podcast where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst, worst Spelt with two Vs, horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name's Luke Condor, Spelt with K and two Vs, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ben Errington. And <laughs> Mr. Andy Conduit Turner. Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello. And a hey. special guest this week, we've got Black Philip himself, ready to... No, we have a... Uh, oh, that would be nice. He's Couldn't got a him. lovely ASMR-like nice voice. whispery voice. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Would, you, yeah get... would you like a cup of tea? Oh, oh Landy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm Black Philip, and I think that this film was absolutely wonderful, beautiful, and brilliant. Was he a... And delicious. A pirate when he turned into a man. <laughs> Had a pirate vibe going on. A little bit, the, the old pirate vibes going on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Uh, d- the voice of Black Philip is, who is it? It's like a gas Dan- leak just shaped by hands. Someone <laughs> like a shaping it that comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is delicious. It is delicious. I love it. Do you think this is, because yeah. delicious used to be a term for food. And then at some yeah. point in time, people started using it for everything and anything. Oh, this wallpaper, it's delicious. Absolutely. They've been at Willy Wonka's factory where the snozberries <laughs> taste like snozberries and the strawberries <laughs> taste like strawberries. That's, yeah. that's where delicious, delicious wallpaper came to life. I feel like this film was the first time someone used delicious out of that food context. And now everyone's like, yeah, God, this, did it make, did this, it table, hungry? this table is delicious. This, this internet service delicious. is absolutely delicious. Oh, the M1. It's, it's, there's no cars on it. It's delicious. Oh, <laughs> I'm for the M5. Oh, M6 toll when you come out of those booths, like wacky oh, races. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. As I'm, as I'm pulling away from those, I'm like, oh, would you like to drive deliciously? <laughs> <laughs> 
That sounds like uh, the the the, uh, the service station. <laughs> Would you like, Would you like to drive rest? deliciously? There's a happy year here. Have a rest. <laughs> I do. Thank you very much. Have a, have a rest if you're feeling tired. We've got Welcome yeah. break. Welcome break. <laughs> a lovely subway. You can go and buy a flapjack for four pound fifty. Yum. Oh, to visit your mum and not got any flowers? Don't worry. That's at the services. Welcome break. You've got you covered. Did you get these flowers from the services? No. <laughs> oh, this funeral. It's delicious. <laughs> no, that's just a volivant. What's, what's volivant. that like? Oh, that could be a thing if you had like a Black Phillips catering set. Was, would that like to mourn deliciously? It's just all the people around at the buffet afterwards yeah. at the wake. Little oh, finger sandwiches. Headbutt in the buffet table again. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, calm down. Eating all the napkins. Do you mean this Black Phillip does all eat the napkins? And do they have napkins in olden days? Who knows? It's Who handkerchiefs knows? then. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Analog napkins. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's going on? What's the what's, what's the, the, what's the news? news? What is going on? Uh, Will, news, Will horror news. Got to be. Will Smith. Uh, surprisingly, Will Smith isn't the number one horror news bulletin, but is the number one. News. Hollywood celeb news. Hollywood celeb news across. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if it's a real life horror, it's the horror of awkwardness. It's the horror of uh, something incredibly awkward unfolding in front of you and not knowing what to do. I felt secondhand awkwardness and cringe worthiness for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know? I feel. I feel more. I feel more aggrieved, and this is just me. And people can have a fight when they've had a drink, and that's one thing. And Shouldn't have, shouldn't have slapped a man for doing his job and what have you. Um, people say worse things to me in a friendly way, just on the street. But like, um, yeah, you know, you, know you look at the, you look at the culture of like the, the humor and like, I don't know, it's hard to get into this whole. We love a roast, but you don't love a roast. Do you stop saying you love a roast because you don't yeah. like it then when, when those things happen? But the thing that actually hurt me more to finish my point was the the apology afterwards the rest of the apology reads absolutely fine but the last line of the apology says i am i am a work in progress and i was like oh and now that sounds like you you're not genuinely sorry and you've written that that's like a that's like an authored thing Mm. that you've written i'm like that effectively will is a sorry but and i don't i'm not interested in sorry buts yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a shame. Absolved some of the responsibility by saying he's not. Oh, I'm. I no. I'm a work in progress. It just. It doesn't feel like a genuine thing. It feels like a yeah. fake, dramatic thing. If one of sorry, these apologies. Say, really sorry. I'm sorry when you've hurt someone's feelings. The one of these apologies. I'm sorry if you feel that I've done something to hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh wait, you're not really sorry at all. You come here. Every, I'm sorry, your was, face was... was on the end of my hands. When I moved it at speed towards it. Everything was yeah. fine until that last bit. And then it makes it feel really disingenuous. You might as well have done a Jerry Springfield, be good to yourself and each other at the end. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Jerry, Jerry Springfield. Yeah, Jerry Springfield. Uh, he played loved it in, that, in The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, it just it's, I think it's a shame because Will Smith and Chris Rock seem like nice enough guys who perhaps even though they are part of the big hollywood machine that they maybe seem a little bit genuine with it as well um so to see this all sort of unfold and then obviously giving will smith an award and then a standard ovation following it 
fine, of course. I'm, I, I saw, scared. I, I saw oh, an God. interview with Jim Carrey where he was talking about it and he had a lot of good points. But also, you know, mm. it kind of takes a lot of people won awards. And sure, you might think the Oscars are just a big, pompous, um, big, big back slap. Slap on the back for everybody involved. Back pat, sorry. But, you know, people like, let me see, the third uh, female director to ever win, best director won, uh, the first deaf actor to ever win. Did Samuel L. Jackson um, win uh, his first Oscar? What was that? Did Samuel L. Jackson win his first Oscar? Did he? So you don't even know. Like, see, Will Smith's ruined everything. Bloody Will. No, I don't think Samuel Jackson won anything, did he? Or was it like a uh, a, a special award? Like, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. But also, like the one David Horror didn't didn't everyone's favorite Zack Snyder didn't he win one? It's true. Yeah. So, so Army of the one. Dead, oh, okay. Army of the Dead won like the fan the fan favorite poll or something i don't think there's an official it was the vote it was the one that was voted it was the one that was like number of tweets so whoever could program the most bots to to With say blue-eyed bots blue-eyed bots yeah it was andy conduit turner i think he's behind <laughs> it all he wanted it to win yeah i um, love those robots though. i can't wait to hear more about it that's weird yeah. I, I mean i don't know if army of dead should have won that one <laughs> pretty sure there are other films that Maybe more deserving. He won an honorary Oscar that Denzel an Washington Oscar, gave to him. I thought I saw that. Um, I don't know what it was. It was for as an honorary one. Then like, they do some honorary the ones now. Samuel L. Jackson. David Lynch won an honorary Oscar, didn't he? Like, oh, what? I think so. Years yeah, ago. yeah. This is one of those where they go. This person hasn't received an Oscar, but they're clearly um, a, a, an amazing, talented person. So let's just give them one. Are you nominated yeah. for anything in particular? Nah, just for being you, mate. Uh, okay, actual horror news. Actual horror news here. Not yeah. news. I had a quick look. Got... Didn't seem to be a huge amount from what I could see. What about you? No, one story I saw was that uh, Welcome to Derry, the It prequel series, is reportedly in development at HBO Max. Uh, which sounds quite interesting. The series will explore the origin of Pennywise the Clown as well as the dawn of the 27-year curse that haunts the small main town. Uh, will this take part? Is it like the very origins of Pennywise? How he came to be on this planet? Uh, he's the dawn right. of time. He's like an eldritch. Horror, oh yeah, that's he? right. Yeah, he's one of them. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a prequel. Uh, could be interesting. I think. I would like to watch both of the uh, It movies, not the miniseries, but the movies again, because I honestly think I've only seen the two of them once. You've seen them once each, yeah. And they're on Netflix yeah. now, aren't they? They are both on Netflix. I feel Netflix, like there's yeah. a probably a really good fan cut. <clears throat> I mean, I've talked about why I don't feel like the movies work as they are in two separate uh, stories before. Uh, yeah. But I feel like there's a really good fan cut where it's more in line with the original yeah, where do you fall on the oh, original sorry. TV Tim Curry movie? Better or worse than the new one? Oh, I meant I meant the book. I've not actually seen the. Well, I have seen the Tim Curry one, but I was so young, mm. barely remember it. Twenty-seven <laughs> th- years ago, you've got to come back and finish it. Oh God! Yeah, I I, I think the 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 Andy Muschietti, Muschietti, Andy Conduit Turner, Andy Conduit Turner Muschietti. I think his move that they're they're more they're better i think in terms of like the performances and like how well made they are on that but they're a bit bloated aren't they especially with the story being split into two parts 
Um, the miniseries, I think people remember it fondly because of Tim Curry's performance, but I think the rest of it is a bit, I don't know. I don't know. There's some really it's... scary stuff in the in the Andy Machete ones. Yeah, exactly. Some, like great, a lot of the... some great set pieces. I think that the second one suffers from becoming almost a bit like a little bit of a show reel and it doesn't connect quite so well. Like they all yeah. split up and go in their separate ways for no other reason that, that, you have. Could do a, that, that you could do. Should we split up so we can all have our own little scare moment? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like they could have they could have done something a little differently, but that means that a prequel series, if you make it a series, I'd love it like a little anthology piece where it was like, oh, now it's nineteen whatever nineteen twenty, and it's the fire that they have at that place, or it's yeah. ten years, and it's another twenty seven years, or it's another period of time. You could jump around and do little standalone Pennywise things. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That could be interesting. Yeah. What is that? They see a photo, don't they, of Pennywise like yeah. years and years ago, and he looked quite human. Did he not? Did he look quite human-like, if we remember correctly? Let's see the origins that. origins of that, and uh, yeah, any, another time period as well. If he's been around since forever, let's have him terrorizing some bloody caveman. <laughs> yeah, I think they took they ah! do some of the they do touch on some of the history stuff in the films i think yeah I yeah yeah the other disasters that he's been part of and i know that the book yeah. leans into a lot big old book loads of stuff in there um yeah i I'd, I'd go and watch more more stuff and if it's yeah. got the same the same casting old uh matey scars guard for pennywise he does a great job yeah 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 with his winnie the pooh voice and his funny little eyes going opposite directions yeah. Um, does that in real, it. doesn't it? That's not makeup it or does. anything. Yeah. yeah, it's true. That That's is in real. Be, yeah. That has to be what got him the gig, surely. If you went, oh, yeah, by the way, sorry, I know my Pennywise voice. Did you like it? Maybe not. Look at what I could do with my eyes. And they've gone, oh, oh yeah, that yeah. saved us some CG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another piece of news. I think I was going to mention this last week, but it's made even more money now. So Chris Stuckman's horror movie Kickstarter has passed. Uh, one million dollars chris stutman um if you're not aware he's a youtuber ho- uh, movie reviewer um but he's been delving into filmmaking for a while now right is that, mm-hmm. is that right he's been doing various yeah, bits yeah. and bobs uh so his movie shelby oaks um has so far raised about 1.2 million dollars which is uh pretty pretty exciting it's a so apparently it's going to be shot as a traditional feature, but with some elements of found footage. Shelby Oaks is a horror film about missing paranormal investigators um, and the dark legacy they uncover. Hi. I've been a Chris Stuckman fan for quite a few years, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see to see what he can do with that. He's he, he's always got the kind of opinions about movies that I I think I mostly mostly agree with, and he seems to know. Seems to know his stuff, so it'd be interesting to see what he can do with a yeah. bloody horror film. A budget? That'll be nice. And think about it. Elements of found footage. How much did we say when we were talking paranormal activity a few weeks ago? How much did that? How much did that cost? Ten Fifteen, grand. Ten grand. Was it ten you grand? Could, you can make hundreds yeah. of paranormal activities with that money. <laughs> yeah, you can, and you can get back the guy. What's the and guy? they did. Get, get <laughs> and get they bloody did. Get Mika back in. Coming soon, 100 paranormal activities back to back. Change, yeah. 
That's a change, exactly. You want to buy anything else? Buy a round of coffees for everybody involved? We ain't got none left. Sorry. Sold out. Bought them all. Sold out. Um, and the other piece of news I was going to mention is because it's um, relevant to today's movie and today's director is the latest update, apparently, on Robert Eggers' Nosferatu remake. Um, so there's like not all that much information about this. I know it's like, like confirmed that he's definitely going to be doing it. Um, and I think he spoke about it in 2019 that it was like his favorite movie and he wanted to make it. Apparently, in, it's been shot in Prague um, and is starring Anya Taylor-Joy. Apparently, Harry Styles was connected to it as well. I don't know if that would be in like the, the main role of... Old Nosferatu. Old Nosferatu. Bride of Nosferatu. Yeah, but apparently now Styles is potentially pulled out uh, because of scheduling concerns. I suppose he's off being Thanos' brother, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's not much information to go by, but I thought I'd mention it just because I thought I'd also ask you guys what you thought of a Nosferatu Robert Eggers film. I think it seems pretty perfect. Yeah, I would like combination it. of flavors. Mm. The Northman's out soon as well, isn't it? Very yeah, soon, is that I think. is that horror at all? I don't think it is. Is it? Is it like a big Viking epic? I the vibe I got was um, dark Viking revenge story with light fantasy elements, mm-hmm. light dark fantasy elements. Like yeah. um, what's that um, game? Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade. Yeah, it's I was like, getting some of those kind like of vibes. Sort of sort of a Celtic sort of a vibe going through there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Looking to... <clears throat> yeah, looking forward to that. I think I'll be seeing that in the cinema when it comes out. It's Sorry if I see you distracted. Since you said Nosferatu then and remakes, I'm now thinking surely if it doesn't exist, I'm glad I'm saying here on recorded media because then copyright it belongs to us and we will make it. Is there a Vin Diesel piloted Nosferatu film, which is Nosferatu, in which he's a street racer in the in the <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> by 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 night he comes out and he races the streets looking for La Familia. Wow. Yeah. He loves it. Nos and the it's Nos for R2. Yeah. Oh wait, that's been done well, already, isn't it? That's the, already uh, a book. Joe that's Hilton. already a book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not that. <laughs> um have you guys seen Shadow of the Vampire with John Markovich, no. Willem Dafoe? It's about the making of Nosferatu. It, was, uh, it came out in two, the year 2000. It's like a, it's a, like a meta, a very meta film, horror film. I've not seen it for a long time. And I think the first time I saw it, I was seriously confused as to what it was. So I didn't think I really knew about Nosferatu. Yeah. I've not seen this one. There's also the um, Thingy remake of Nosferatu. Um, with... Oh, what's his name? Um, I, know, I could picture his face. I know exactly who you mean. It is. Uh, oh, mine's completely blank. Um, the director who, who does all the films. Uh, it's Ver- Werner, Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. No. Yeah. yeah. And his actor yeah. that he that he threatened to shoot. The actor that yeah, he's got a face. The actor with the face that you look at his face and you go, "That's that guy." Oh, that guy. Faceman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Klaus Klaus Kinski, that's the guy's yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, is there like a some sort of Doug Jones Nosferatu project as well that I've heard about? 
Um, if Doug Jones I'm... hasn't played Nosferatu at this point in his life, he must be missing out on something. Get him on the list. Who, who would be a, who would be a good choice to play Nosferatu? Simon Driver. Simon Cowell. What did you say? Adam Driver. Yeah, well, he's a wide, he'd be a, he'd be a wide vampire, but he is. Well, I think he could do it. Yeah, I think he did good vampire hair. Yeah, what's Rupert? The guy from Harry Potter who plays Rupert. Rupert Grint. Yeah, he'd make a great Nosferatu. <laughs> Nosferatu. The guy from Harry Potter who plays Rupert. Who's the big tall Rod. man from um, the one who bends in through that door in um, in It Follows? He could do it. Oh yeah, big tallman. Big tallman. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry, big tallman. <laughs> yeah, um, let's get him. Let's get him involved. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his yeah. final role becomes wow. absolutely jacked. <laughs> becomes Nosferatu, The Rock, as Nosferatu. Johnson. You don't have to put makeup on. Nosferatu. He comes in. If you smell some blood. Yeah. I just go- I also just Google tall actors, not really getting much. Uh, they're all very short as why. Well. They're yeah. all incredibly short. They have to fit inside, you have to fit inside your telly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially people uh, watch things on their phone now. Actors have to be smaller than ever. Yeah. Lots yeah. of PTO people. <laughs> Danny, Danny DeVito's getting more work than ever. Um, anybody seen anything of of note this week? Um, you, uh, well, well. So um, we've been watching a ton more Supernatural, which I am. Um, we're on that season thirteen now, so we're we're over the hump. Home we're stretch, surely. Home stretch now. I'm quite. I think it's you know a while ago I talked about how. I used to just like six episode or eight episode seasons of TV shows. They were so focused, like Midnight Mass. It's so focused, like there's no fluff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem with those shows are you have to be focused when you watch them. You can't let anything slip by. But it's supernatural. I don't mind if I sleep through three entire episodes <laughs> because when, when I, <laughs> yeah, because it'll be like a, a previously thing. And also, it doesn't really matter too much. Like you just kind of enjoying the uh, the characters yeah. and 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 the situations. Uh, but we're coming up to the supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover episode, which I'm actually really excited about. There's a Scooby-Doo that, crossover is that episode? Legit? Yeah, is it's like legit? an animated Scooby-Natural. And it's like an animated episode of Supernatural. Any, any oh my God, going. I had no idea. But that's what, like Supernatural is full of that kind of stuff, which are the best episodes where they get a bit meta or a bit weird with it yeah. all. Um, it's, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's, it's, if you like horror and you like Monster of the Week stories, it's good. It does get a little bit... Um, um, let's take some unknown god from some random religion, and he's a new bad guy for this season. Mm-hmm. And no, and this is and the world's going to end again for some reason. Again, you think the gods yeah. would so, have an interest in keeping the world going? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, oh, uh, but it, like, fuck off, stepping with it <laughs> or whatever else, whoever else has turned up. Yeah, pretty much Eddie. I mean, also if you're a fan of like. Um, uh, Sandman or, or American Gods or any of that kind of stuff. I feel I feel like this whole thing has been done a few times now. What if gods were uh, criminals wrong-uns. and murderers, wrongins? Yeah, 
in the human world. What like, if uh, God was one of us? But uh, I, I, I'm it's enjoying it. Speaking of Neil Gaiman, we've been um, we're on a long commute at the minute uh, uh, to working back every day. So we've been listening to the Neverwhere audiobook. Have you oh. heard of have you listened to that one or read Neverwhere at all? I read some Neverwhere. I've got some of the Neverwhere comic books, some of the graphic novels, um, but never yeah. read the book or listened to the audiobook. It's pretty good. So it's, um, I mean, we're near the end of it now. It's, uh, if you've ever lived in London or know much about London, London's got this whole kind of weird underlying history and mix of mythology and, and stuff. Uh, and Neil Gaiman's basically just taken all of those concepts and weaved together like a genuine, a, a genuine, uh, fantasy kind of mythology for the city of London. It's about a guy who kind of falls through the gaps of London above and then slips into London below and uh, gets into some hijinks. We, there's a TV show from 1996 um, that I had to check out today, and it's so dated. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's kind of good. The, the theme team credits reminded me of like Robot Wars. They're oh, like some brilliant. like uh, uh, rust, rusty texts. And like cogs and gears and stuff. <laughs> rusty rusty oh, text, it. and the, the music is entirely made by people bashing metal with hammers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's cool. Sorry, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying being in that world for like 15 hours or something. What about you guys? Well, I know Ben and I have watched at least one thing in common. Should we cover that first, Ben? The old The Spine of Night? It's got quite a few. Um big names isn't it sorry what 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 what, how did you describe i just did the description that it was an animated movie that is on shudder now and um they said it was an uncompromised vision yeah i think i saw the date lucy lawless um who else uh what's his name yeah Patton oswald that was one of the most recognizable voices on there that's cool Um, i like the overall vibe yeah so it's like the sort of rotoscoped animation um sometimes it looks sometimes it looks good sometimes it looks a bit ropey but you know maybe that's the point um in terms of the story like it is quite high fantasy stuff going on but like an original story as far as i'm aware is that right andy yeah i think it's a all the original story i don't think it is pulled from a particular graphic novel certainly nothing that <laughs> i've seen just yet in many ways it's kind of a it's kind of an anthology piece. It has lots of individual stories in it that then do link together. It gave me big vibes of, and I can't, I can't place any of the names now because these are artifacts of history, but certainly growing up um, in the 80s, 90s, hmm. there were some animated films that I have vague memories of watching growing up that I couldn't comprehend when I was watching as a kid and were quite scary or horrifying there's definitely one that sticks in my memory right in if i this description rings any bells is anybody. it Lord, it's like the a Lord sci-fi of the rings. there's not if there's a sci-fi one that i was remembering in particular okay. that okay. ike has uh it's like a boy that gets separated from his family on a planet and he is you know the, the others are kind of watching it through the through like view screens and so on and he makes friends like a little alien sort of creature that then gets got by like these horrible tentacles and like bled dry by the this this monstrous thing in a cave and then i think at the end the little boy is actually the old man that's been on the ship the whole time it's because of time dilation and so on it's very strange but 
I couldn't tell you anything about it, but it That's gave me really vivid memories of that kind of thing. Heavy metal, which I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Heavy metal. Um, um, yeah. It's like Primal. Well, it doesn't look exactly like Primal, but it's giving me Primal vibes. Yeah, I, I definitely I got Primal, primal vibes got where... I got Primal vibes to a degree, yeah, where it kind of just kept introducing these new sort of really intensely over-the-top elements where you're like they don't really fit in that world but they kind of do make sense if that makes sense um but yeah i think the lord of the rings animated movie had a lot of rotoscope stuff in it didn't it so it kind of gave me those vibes definitely feels like something you're watching something from the 70s rather than something that's been like recreated to look like that um but yeah interestingly i just had a quick google uh and it said the director span of night is the guy who's um animated tv show you know dave cook's comic book which animated tv show say again uh, the kill Sophie one. Ah, oh really no way it's a little little teaser what oh. to expect from killtopia then interesting um yeah I, I i found this really interesting i i think i will go back and maybe watch it again there are there are hits and there are misses within it lots of yeah Naked people flopping about and doing oh, some weird things. Oh. It's not. It's, it doesn't compromise. It doesn't compromise <laughs> on what it wants to do. Rotoscoped boobs, rotoscoped penis, rotoscoped bush. Imagine having to be the rotoscoper. Uh, this month, I'm doing nothing but balls, just drawing <laughs> over it frame by frame. We've told you, you you can do the whole body. Why are you spending so much time on the balls? The balls oh, have to make, be perfect. They have to be perfect. <laughs> They've got to be right. I've got to get the bounce correct. Okay. It's got to be realistic. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was good. I think it lost its focus after maybe like the halfway point, and I was a bit like, okay, right. I didn't expect it to be like an anthology piece, and when it worked, out, when it's when it was, I was a bit okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm watching it. There's another actor in it, an English actor. What's his name? The one who was in Loki as well. Can't think of his name. Uh, with Nail and I. Oh. Um... Richard Grant, is that? Yes, yeah, Richard E. Grant. Richard E. He's Grant. Yeah, he, he's one of the main voices. He's like the guardian, well. right? That um, has been guarding the big old skull cave. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd enjoy yeah. it, Luke. Def- definitely, like even slight Elden Ring vibes in places as well. Yeah, I could follow that. It's like a kind of medieval fantasy mixed with just sometimes there are horrible things and people will get stabbed and yeah and there's also like a barbarian out. dude who looks like sean connery in what well, <laughs> for sean connery what film was that yeah. like oh barbarian i know which one you mean with his like leather copies. leather pants um yeah so, oh, that's pretty much that. the floating head statue yeah. one yeah so there was that yeah. <laughs> i've seen a couple of other things yeah um i'm doing a bit of a catch-up on a few bits and pieces. So I did a bit of a catch up on some Netflix horrors. I watched um, a classic horror story um, the other yeah. day. What was good. What was that? Oh, very good. <laughs> well, it's a joke. Oh, it's very good. I watched a classic horror story, which was um, actually a new film about um, newish film about some people that want to make classic horror stories and uh, entrap some unwary carpoolers into into their web of horror. Um, some interesting interesting features to it. Um, other than that, I also watched last night. There is someone in your house that was a decent slasher. 
kind of lost its focus on the reveal, but I really like the aesthetic of it. Have either of you seen this someone in your in in Sadie House? No. The killer um, does some things (laughs) that they they release people's secrets. So like (laughs) in the opening scene, um, it's there's a guy who's a football player, but he was he indulged in some horrible bullying. And oh, after yeah. the killers killed killed him, they released a video of him being a horrible bully um, to all of the people to like shame them in death. But the aesthetic of the killer is great because did he apologize and say, "I'm a work in progress"? Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, d- didn't give him the chance to give a really twee ruiner to your otherwise decent <laughs> apology. Um, the killer has like 3D printed masks that make him look like the person that, that they're killing. Oh, okay. So when yeah. they're when yeah. they're being Can... chased around the house, it looks like a mask of their own face, yeah. and they and the killer wears their clothes typically. So you can't like, you can't change them around. Can't change target halfway through then. No, can't like if you can't get them when they're two at a time. And go change. Yeah. <laughs> Wear two masks and two sets of clothes like awkwardly. I'm gonna get you both. <laughs> unless unless then the killer is a quick change artist. Does that yeah. thing that Hitler used to do, tying himself changing his clothes as fast as he could. <laughs> did he? Did Hitler do I think that? that was a thing Hitler did? Yeah. Is that true? I think well, he used to like, when he when he used to get changed for swimming or whatever, he'd be like, right, three for swimming. Two, one. Go. Is that how he is that how he ended up? Is that yeah. how he ended up de- dead in the wardrobe? Yeah. It wasn't strangle wanking himself at all. So what's the aim? To just get changed as quickly as you can. Just get changed as fast as you can. I do that on, on cold days. It's like I want to be naked for as little time as possible. Yeah. Maybe that was it. It was cold up what, in the what, eagle's what, nest. What, what, go, what goes on first? You can't put socks on first because you look odd. Like a chicken. Whatever's closest to my like hand. A chicken. <laughs> T-shirt. Whatever closest to my hand. Trousers just, first. Uh, tri- I do trousers, trousers first. And then suck the first. pants up my trouser leg. Like a Hoover, a bit of rearranging inside. <laughs> Whatever's closest. Oh, it's a coat again. <laughs> that goes on first. <laughs> then the rest. Yeah. Wow. Rain Mac. Oh well, that's what's closest. Uh, big, big welly boots. Yeah. Well, we'll start off here. Start with needs to go on. Rotoscoped balls. Yeah. <laughs> you, you would be rotoscoped going out in that cold. You're not ready. Uh. Anything else? Um, Anything else you see? Those ones, and then I've also started Ash versus Evil Dead. I've done half of the oh, first yeah. season. It's very good. Don't know why I didn't watch it sooner. Nice. It's great. The first, the first episode, especially the one that's directed by Sam Raimi. I remember yeah. thinking, "Wow, this is way better than I thought it was going to be." Like it's excellent, really funny. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, enjoying it. And other than that. Gone back and had a little casual like background viewing. Don't need to sit and watch these. But after we were talking about it the other day, I've been watching those Resident Evil movies again. I don't think I've seen the last one ever. Uh, the last one of the Mila Jolovich final ones. final chapter. But I've done I've done I've watched number one not too long ago, about a month or two back, and I've watched two and three in the background. Had it on in the background while I've been writing this week. Um, yeah. Three really drops off the, the the effects. Like, oh, you had less money, yeah. all of a sudden. That, that means you saw the moment in in number two when Jill Valentine's revealed and she just walks in and shoots someone in a police yeah. station. She's great in that movie. It's a so it's such a cheesy movie, but yeah. I quite like Jill Valentine in that second one. Yeah, 
It's a good actress, and I think she pops up again in another one of the movies, doesn't she? Yeah, I think she's she got comes like, back a she's bit. She's got later. like the Resident Evil net, the Resident Evil Three costume as well, which is pretty yeah. cool. She's got like the blue top and the mm. little jeans. Goes around does some shoot. Yeah, I liked I liked that on a number two. You get those great lines with GTA motherfucker. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. The Nemesis looks just so rubbery. Yeah. He's, Incredibly a very ru- rubber. he's a very rubbery nemesis. <laughs> no one's been as rubbery as that guy. Literally, um, it's like a Barney the Dinosaur level costume. Like, it's a very big, very physical. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you can argue. It doesn't look like CGI. It doesn't look like CGI at all. Definitely not. Um, yeah, that's it. How about you, Ben? The only thing I've really seen. So, I've been looking forward to Moon Knight, which is out oh, now, yeah. I think, the first episode. Um, what, did, what do you think of it? Sorry, I've been looking forward to it. I haven't seen it yet, unfortunately. <laughs> in his mind, it's pretty good. I watched it. It looks pretty good. You've seen it. You've seen it. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up then. I haven't seen it. I'm probably going to watch it after this podcast, I think. Um, I did go back and watch Kick-Ass 1 and 2, just because I can't remember what happened. Something popped into my head. I was like, it's been a long time since I've seen those films. Let's uh, let's stick them on. Let's see if I if I enjoyed them as much as I remember. They were and... pretty fresh when they first came out, right? Like mm. the, I know we've got the boys now that kind of has taken that yeah on. but there's a lot yeah they're older than you realize you know when when uh kick-ass is using myspace and stuff i'm like hang on a minute is, there, is this film really that old um <laughs> but there's something about the first one that i really just do connect with it's like i think a lot of people on the surface think it's like a spoof slash parody and like it really isn't that and oh, i think it gets some amazing bit sorry just reminded me of that bit where uh big daddy where his name is is yeah. like burning alive and he's still like directing his daughter or like yeah. words of encouragement like to kryptonite yeah i mean the relationship between so big good. daddy and hit yeah. girl is is so good and i just love the kick-ass stuff and it's like brutal and like it's over the top but in a way that kind of is 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 really enjoyable the second Great one soundtrack just seems, too yeah really good soundtrack i think it's john john murphy who did the did the um the score and he did things like 28 days later and i think it uses the 28 days later in the house in a heartbeat theme and also music from sunshine so it's got like it just feels mm. it's directed obviously by matthew vaughan as well who's gone on to do kingsman and stuff like that um so yeah really good the second one is just like they've gone right what made the first one good forget all that forget all that um it's a really weird film it kind of like tries to put like high school drama into it as well i mean i know the characters are young so it kind of makes sense but it feels like it just misses the mark in like every way and jim carrey's in it you know and it's it feels like a waste of of didn't he famously really sort of turn on the film when it came out he's like oh this is too violent and i don't like this yeah he doesn't like violence we know this especially with will smith no. Too much violence he, for him. He's fuming about that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the second one is unfortunately a dud, which is disappointing because I'm being really hyped for it, and I think even the trailers look really good as well. Yeah. Um. I just think it suffers because I think its strongest character, the one that they could do the most with, is Hit Girl, and I think what they try and do is give her a he- way way more depth than perhaps I don't know. They just give her like high school crushes and like, um like but like a mean girl sort of scenario as well yeah, and like brutally murder the guy's dad and 
Oh, something. I as think well. they yeah. almost kill him. Does he, does the, he die or does they, he almost? They kill die? the dad. They kill the dad. The tone is all over the place, right? So you're supposed to be like, "Oh my god, this major character has died. I can't believe it." And then suddenly, someone will make a dick joke, or someone will, someone dressed in bondage gear will like jump out of a coffin. It's just like, it's the tones. You don't know whether you're coming or going. You're like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. And it kind of like spends the whole film trying to give Hitgirl this arc, which is supposed to say, okay, she was raised unconventionally by Big Daddy. Let's try and give her a bit more of a human side. And by the end of the film, they just go, actually, forget all that. She's just going to be the same as she was. Okay. <laughs> she learns uh... that she just, things refine the way they are. Yeah, it's a funny one. Like I remember going through and thinking about them in the books, and both of the films are kind of different to what the to what the comics that they adapt are. Um, I think film versus first book, it's closer, but the book is sadder and harsher on your main character, old Dave. Like yeah. you know, it's... like like I think in the begin end of the end of the first movie, spoilers for a movie that's a depressing number of years old, probably if I looked it up. Um, but like in the end of the movie, I think like he he gets the girl and and it's all fine and it, him and his dad are all right. Like in the book that it adapts, there's one bit where his dad has kind of moved on from his mom, who's dead from the beginning, and he walks in on his dad sleeping with a well, not sleeping with, having sex with the woman in their living room. He's like, oh, shit. And he's like, I'll be in my room. Um, and then at the end, he reveals that he is kick-ass to, um, to, the, girl, to the girl and she gets a new boyfriend to beat the shit out of him um, <laughs> that he loved her the whole time and he wasn't gay. Uh, but then the second book... Oh, yeah, pretend to be gay. The, the, the second Ooh. kick-ass comic, I think, is more... They they back away from of, some of it in the in, in the film even more so. I found it's a very controversial scene, isn't it? Like quite mean spirited. Like yeah. they kill a dog and chop its head off and stuff like that. And they don't do that in the film. Adaptions there's like a, that, I think, are perfectly good. But there's a ra- there's a rape scene as well, isn't there? Yeah. Um, which which in the film I think they kind of hint towards, but then but yeah, then back away from it. Uh, kind of at at a certain character's expense but in the comic they followed they went through with it didn't they i think it was quite yeah. controversial wasn't it yeah there are elements was... of that second one that are there are much harder read um still a, still a well put together book but i think it made it uh the differences between the second book and the second movie i think gave them a lot more difficult decisions with adaptation because there are so many things that are hard coded into that that second book that you just Maybe now, maybe with like, you know, with things like the boys being out, they, they could go all the way and do that, whether they want to or not is a different matter. But um... speaking of um, Mark Miller film adaptations, did you see, so have you seen the film Wanted with James McAvoy? Mm-hmm. It's like a hitman who can bend bullets. Did yeah. you ever read the graphic novel it was based on? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's like, about like supervillains that had killed all of the superheroes in the world. Uh, and it kind of changed reality or something so the regular people didn't know about it and the main guy was actually like an M&M looking guy yeah. who who superpowers <laughs> killing people I remember the comic being like so different and so wild and there's like a guy called shit or something <laughs> there's a guy called like, something like that there's a guy called shit did they ever did you ever read Nemesis 
No, no. Mark Miller. I've not, I've not I, read Nemesis. I think they were going to make that into a movie as well. So that's basically, what if somebody as rich as Batman decided to be a supervillain instead of... Um, Just beats people up all the time, right? Well, they, um, Mark Miller sold... It's all Netflix, right? Netflix. It's all but Miller World he, is all Netflix now, right? But he still now, gets like, to produce a it. Creative director or something. Yeah, yeah. So I think, and he's like writing a lot of scripts. So what was that one that came out um, like last year? It didn't do too well. Jupiter's I Legacy. I think Jupiter's yeah. Legacy was something that required. Oh, yeah. I've not read very much of it. Required I think Jupiter's budget. Legacy requires quite a lot of runway to get into it, and I don't think. I don't think they had enough. It's already been cancelled, right? So it's. I don't think they had the uh, runway to give enough room for people to get into it. Then again, you could argue that if something takes two or three seasons before it's good, then yeah, is it is it something that adapts? I hope they do something with Hook because I really like that. Hmm. I don't know. What's it's, that? it's a. It's a. It's like a. He's like a. Oh yeah. Like a Supermanish character, but he's like yeah, he's a normal guy, and he has like a, like a challenge that he wants to do something nice for someone every day, um, and then it comes what his origins are and the people that are behind it, and it's a nice contained short series. Yeah. They could do something good with that. It's really and it's got a bit of nice heart to it. I enjoy it. It's an interesting, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apart from that, that's that, it. though. The horrors, it. Of the horrors of the Witch. You've been back to the 1800s. The Horrors yeah. of the Witch. The Witch. I think this is maybe like the fifth, fourth or fifth time I've seen this. And for a film that came out in 2015, that's quite some going, I think. It's loads, yeah. It's loads of watches. Bloody all over it. Uh, yeah, so... The the witch now a lot obviously a lot of people call it the witch with two V's but like that's not really what it's called is it it's just stylizes that on the poster. But even if you search the witch with two V's like, I mean it, it seems to come up as as that as well. I don't know mm. how they managed to. Yeah, they've bloody of, done that. It is the called witch. the witch. It is a W though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bloody W. Uh, so the witch stylized. No, don't read that bit. That you just said that. <laughs> The Witch is a 2015 period supernatural horror film written and directed by Robert Eggers in his featured directorial debut. Um, a family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the for- forces of witchcraft, black magic and possession and just generally not being able to look after their kids. Yeah. Uh, in terms of reviews, um, it seems to fare better on the critic side. So on IMDb, um, uh, 6.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score is 90%. The audience score is 59%. Ooh. Uh, Letterboxd, oh. which might, some, I think, might be a tad more tasteful in its reviews, maybe. I don't know. But that's at 3.9 out of 5. Um, there weren't, there weren't a, a many um, choice reviews, really. Someone put uh, Demi, someone called Demi put Wow, but four Vs. And gave it four and a half stars. Uh, Val. Yeah. Val, Vov. And then oh, Darry kind of put, this film put me on such a shitty half a star. They didn't even finish the uh, sentence. They just put him on such Can't a shitty... Such a shitty what? Oh, cliffhanger. We'll never, we'll never find <laughs> out. Um, Maybe that was yeah. a comment on what you thought of the ending. Yeah, I don't know. I think the end is the, one of the Best horror movie endings oh, I've seen in a long time. That, that, that's his opinion, though. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting takes. I, I can see why, I think, why critics and audiences may differ because I think transactionally, the delivery and the way this film uses language some people are going to bounce off it. And that isn't a comment on, well, if you're refined and educated, you'll understand it, my dear. No, not at all. Like, it'll either gel with you or it won't. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, at times I struggle to understand what they're saying, but you just kind of get the vibe, the gist. It's like watching a movie in a foreign language and you don't yeah, need to I know like what they're saying. I think yeah, I like language. it. A couple of hours later, I think I was talking like, <laughs> like the characters. Would thou like a what? cup of tea? <laughs> Would thou like a tea? That's how um, I talk. That's how I talk now, yeah. Talking to the dog like that. Would thou like to go outside to urinate upon but, thy field? And then talk back. Yes. Yes, I would like to, to piss deliciously. Piss deliciously. <laughs> Dennis, I conjure you to speak. Now you <laughs> tell me, what's thou like? Some biscuits? My <laughs> father, some biscuits, please. Digestives, please. Take um, off your also- shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Ralph Einson as well. Oh, yeah. his name. The most one of the best iconic. voices. One of the be- literally one of the best voices ever. Um, yeah. Kate Dickey, like she's a, she's appeared in a few other horror movies. The one who plays the mother, yeah. Catherine. She's, I mean, don't mean to be rude. Um, she's quite terrifying in her own right. Um, and some of the, some are proper annoying kids as well. Oh, those twins! Need. I'd have I'd have accused them of being the witch straight away. Twins are right, little bastards. Do my <laughs> do my head in. Their mouths are too big for their heads. Why are their mouths that big? <laughs> I've been like, black, like a, it black, fail it black, like a, fail it. Shut up! A, like a egg split in two. Like just opening <laughs> up and closing, <laughs> the, like the Pac-Man twins, yeah, running around the farm. <laughs> what they call Mercy, Mercy and Jonas? Oh, they're Ed, though, aren't they? Like, oh my God, you just be like, God, forget, get rid of them. At one point, they just tie them up and put them like tie them to a fence, and you just went, yeah, fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Um, Stop singing annoying little songs about. <laughs> yeah. Also, was... so social Go services on. should be onto this family because clearly they can't they find can... them. Where have they gone? Where... <laughs> Where are they even bloody living? They can't look after their kids for love nor money. And they I turned up to the witch hut instead. Where, how's your kids doing in here? What? Just <laughs> blood? <laughs> Using the sacrifice? No. Take them away from you. Um, what was the little boy? Um, oh, Caleb. Caleb Grimshaw. What a fantastic actor. And how old is yeah. he? Like, uh, I don't understand kids' ages. I, I guess like... Something? 12 maybe 10 12 maybe 12 yeah great actor and obviously he gets quite a extensive monologue as well which is which is which is great he has um, like the acting career alternative it's like a solid and liquid snake idea like he is the opposite to poor jake lloyd so he got to do this yeah. really well received well acted thing and has a similar haircut to him poor jake lloyd got to be oh, i don't know he got to be in jingle all the way and that's a masterclass. but then he got to say <laughs> Now that is pod racing, and that was his big line. Yeah, now that is yeah. bloody pod racing. I love it. Um, People need to say that just all the time in every conversation. <laughs> that's all I wanted. The that's sorry, Star Wars tangent. That's how I wanted Episode Nine to finish. Just to the end, just now to that, finish all the adventures. Go now that when Darth Vader's ghost voice. <laughs> Yeah. Is pod race. And they all do a big like Thundercats laugh and then it just ends. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, he's Darth Vader. I I can't for some reason. I know it sounds silly because I know it's a mask. I always find it hard to like make the connection between Anakin and Darth Vader. I've always got to stop and think and go, oh yeah, they're the same person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when he takes his hat off and he is an egg that's been enchanted with life just inside <laughs> that helmet. He's an egg. He's got like a horrible scabby head. Isn't he? Yeah. He's been he's picking going, at it. He just needs some pseudocrem some on some porridge on your head. What is it? <laughs> well, to be fair though, if you think about it, if I wear my hat for just a few hours, my hair is sore when I take it off. Imagine oh, if he's yeah. been wearing that hat. He's been wearing that hat for like what, <laughs> I say, four oh, years. Yeah, like, I say, yeah, like I know, but I do remember that feeling. You take it off and it's like, it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts yeah, the roots, yeah. yeah. It's real sore. Don't real have that sore. problem anymore. Um, there we go. And then Anna, Anya Taylor-Joy, which I think this is her first film. It's her first major role, isn't it? Um, she was apparently in something... Oh, wait, here we go. She was in The Vampire Academy in a deleted scene. So I think it's fair enough oh, to say that this that is her first... Count, then. That doesn't count. This is her first movie, yeah. Imagine, oh, you're going to be in the vampire, what's it called? Vampire Academy. Ah, oh, so exciting. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, been casting the deleted scene. What's the point in even filming it? What's the bloody point? Yeah, this scene's <laughs> going to be deleted, I'm afraid. What? <laughs> what a career she's had so far. Obviously, obviously there's yeah. The Witch, there's Split and Glass, um, Queen, uh, the New Mutants, Chess. Last Night in Soho. Captain Chess. Captain Chess, yeah. What? <laughs> this is like... <laughs> Chess genius in that show. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. She's oh, chess yeah. queen. Sorry, I only know it's the Queen's Gambit game. All right. That's the only <laughs> thing I know. Oh, are you playing that game from the Queen's Gambit? What, chess? Whatever it's called. <laughs> silly, silly old Super game. Drafts. <laughs> she's, Super also vo- she's also going to be voicing per- Princess Peach in Drafts 3D. Mario movie. Dra- yeah. Drafts 3D. She's, um, oh, yeah. And I tell you, is, is she's absolutely crushing it and i still am shocked by the that new and i don't know who said it someone who's no good obviously is that oh yeah you look too weird to ever have like leading roles in in hollywood films well i think actually just the right kind of weirdness is exactly what you need to to stand out um in people's minds i mean think of um i don't know stuff mad vin diesel what a peculiar looking (laughs) chap What a he's funny not, looking guy. He's, he's not human, well, is he? He's well, like, he's like a morph, you know, that Play-Doh guy, but with muscles. He shouldn't be a Hollywood actor. And he old, big old tater in a vest. Another good example, mention him again, Adam Driver. I, I'm, Adam, fascinated yeah. by, I'm fascinated by that man's face. And in Star Wars, when he's like got trousers up to his nipples, <laughs> that, that, I could watch that scene on repeat for hours and still not understand what's going on there. He is... He's like skinny but wide with like such a distinctive face. I love yeah. it. Yeah, skinny but wide. He's got he's the, skinny, same body like t- the same he's, body um... type as Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but I know what you mean. Like he is a big, not, uh, not a conventionally handsome, but I feel like if you're too conventionally handsome, you just like, you, you'd be like a, a model on a perfume advert or, or something, but then you just forget him mm. straight away. You have a good good job on TV, sure, but not as a yeah. as You've a, got to have a face. You've got, You've got to have, like have a... summer off. An exciting face. <laughs> exciting oh, another, face, yeah. Another another example, Javier Bardem. He has got, got a very faces. exciting face. Yeah. Every time I see any expression he makes, I'm like, oh, I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got an exciting, enough, an exciting enough face, then you can do I love it. 
emotions that people can't can't fathom. Exactly, yeah. Antonio yeah. Banderas, he started off a little bit too handsome, but he he uglied himself up a bit for the years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the career, up. for the career. <laughs> a couple of <laughs> runs career. at the ugly tree. He watched back. <laughs> he watched back interview of a vampire. But interviewed the vampire. He's like too handsome. Nah. I fuck this. Too yeah. handsome. My hair. My hair is absolutely perfect, like a L'Oreal advert. No. Well, Brad, Brad Pitt, like literally did run into the ugly tree. Like when he um he started to <laughs> act in certain performances, and he he like uh, gave himself buzz eyed um contact lenses and stuff and he 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 duffed up his teeth and stuff to get into these other roles and stuff oh bloody hell he, he sacrificed knew. so much that guy same as yeah. ryan gosling he famously quit the television show young hercules because his words not mine because he cared about it too much i care about young hercules too much wow i learned, I learned I that don't from quit. joel Dusha. but yeah he's uh... <laughs> I care about it. Why are you leaving? I just care about you too much, okay? See you later. Uh, But yeah, I think what we're trying to say is Andy Taylor-Joy is amazing. And he's beautiful. And it's great. It's a joy. Has an interesting enough face. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, the performance here is is really good. I I enjoy everybody's performance here. And there is a serious uh, sense of, it's seriously unsettling. Isn't it this film? Yeah, it's just yeah. at all time. Even though you kind of know where it's going, as I said, I've, met, I've seen it quite a few times. I'm still always a bit like, oh, oh it gives me the creepy crawlies under the skin. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's like a proper dedication to the to the, like the time period and stuff. I mean, this is exactly how people back then would have would have shot this with cameras. This is how they would have filmed it. <laughs> this is exactly it. Yeah, this is exactly how much they would have loved Jesus. I remember... They absolutely love Jesus. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they can't get enough of him. Yeah. They can't get enough of Mr. J. God. <laughs> Big J. Stop banging on about him. I know he's good. He's all right. He's, he's uh, probably a villain in some season of Supernatural, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he's back. <laughs> and he said enough. It just must um, be utterly exhausted just to be so dedicated to yeah. old JC because... God, everything that happens in this is just like Jesus meant it to happen, or it happened because you didn't love Jesus enough, or come on, you've got to, you've got to love him just the right amount. You don't want to overcook him. I think yeah. I think the dad over I think the dad overcooks Big J a little bit there. Yeah, he, does, he, he begins the movie by saying to the people in the church, which is whoa, which is he Jesus, said that. Which is, yeah, he does. Which, <laughs> is Jesus, which is Jesus's base. He goes into the church. He says to all the people in the church, "Yeah, you don't love Jesus enough at all. We're going to well, go. Yeah, and live, says, we don't we, love Jesus. We're we're going to yeah. go and live in this really barren land and do yeah. our farming out there. Thank you well, very much." Well, they they tell him you've got to stop uh, shouting your gospel. It's just because his voice. It gets through all the walls. You can't sleep when he's booming and he's got a very deep. He's got a very deep voice, yeah. isn't it? Even if he was, even if he was. You know, downstairs, you did like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, you would, wouldn't you? It's still, it's still, it's still the base. Imagine, imagine living next door. I'm glad he's moved away because imagine living next door to him while he was watching TV, shouting at the TV, shouting at yes. the chase, <laughs> shouting at the chase in 1630. Go away, go away. <laughs> he absolutely hate. What's the chase chase person's name? Uh, Mark Lebet. <laughs> One of their nicknames, and they're one oh, called like, the Beast, the, the Dark Destroyer, Cinnamon. Yeah, Cinnamon. The Beast. Oh, the Cinnamon. The oh, he's always who, getting them. 
Who's like your favorite? Got, who's your favorite? You got have a you got have a favorite. Oh, I, like, I don't think I've like, ever seen it. I like Paul Sinner. He's good. Paul Sinner. Think, yeah. Which one is that? He's the Cinnamon. He's the, he was oh, also okay. on Taskmaster. Cinnamon. Okay. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I yeah. think I like the Dark Destroyer the most. And the reason I like the Dark Destroyer the, the most Dark is Destroyer. Like, the, feel... WWE or is this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that is his name in it, right? He's a Star Wars villain. That's what they call him in it, right? They do call him So you've got you've got. The Dark Destroyer. You've got um Justice League Darkness. You've got, you've got yeah, you've got the Vixen. Thanos. Yeah. Uh you've got the Governess. You've got the Beast. Uh and then there's a new one called The Menace. And he's called The Menace because his name is his and last then name Sir is Lot. Yeah, Sir Kill Lot, Sergeant Bash. Matilda. Shunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I now think... there's a show. If I could see egg, oh, not eggheads, the chase versus robot wars. Obviously, you don't want to be versus eggheads because one of them is a murderer. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> Fuck you right uh, up. I, I always Allegedly. I like I like the Dark Destroyer the most. I don't know why. No disrespect to the Dark Destroyer. I always feel like he's the most beatable. Like something about that's him. Who, that's who he's running he up showed, against. He, he shows a, a bit of a human. He shows a bit of a human side, and yeah, he has a mare sometimes. The rest of them try and keep up this facade. No. Dark Destroyer, that's what I want to be. That's what I want to be the chase man for me. Getting rattled. Getting rattled. Anyway, we, we digress. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. It's on topic because oh, yeah. the, the dad, he'd have been a nightmare watching the chase. It's lucky he lived in the 1600s when there wasn't the chase yet. Yeah. Um, also, all the questions, although if he went on, all the questions would be about Jesus because that was the biggest book of the time. There was no Coronation Street for the questions to be about. I don't reckon so. you could talk to him about anything without him bringing Jesus into it. You couldn't go, oh, what, what's for dinner? Without him going, well, ask Jesus. He knows. <laughs> it's our daily bread, which Jesus gives us. Say your Lord's Prayer. Oh, I already said it once. Say it again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I didn't quite hear it. 
<laughs> so they, he moves them out to this other farm uh, where is, they're going to set up for their is own. Is there something there? I, did they build it all from scratch? Or was there something there already? They just went to a big clearing, right? And they were like, I thought so, yeah. yeah. Well, it looks pretty what? good. What, I mean, and they just they built just, it themselves. That's, that's kind of insane. Could they get the little twins to do it? Go on. That's why they're so annoying. <laughs> yeah, they sent those twins out into Acted what was out, just a big made field. Build and they just hire a house. They just ran, they just <laughs> ran through that field like langoliers, just like nang, 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 with their big <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know which one of you are more annoyed by because I know they're twins, but I don't know. Yeah, they've got genet- the same head. Genetically inseparable, both absolute cunts, the pair of them. Yeah. And the mouth can open and close at the same time. And they laugh at their dad when he hurts himself, don't they? Yeah. They react like when someone smashes a plate in Weatherspoons. So basically though. The family, the family. Basically, this family is like the Incredibles because they've all got a power. So Caleb can memorize the entire Bible. Um, Thomason um, may or may not actually isn't a witch. Um, no, you know, she doesn't discover it. she's got Doctor Doolittle powers. Apparently, <laughs> the, the two little Pac-Man twins, and then the baby whose power is being an absolute peekaboo champion because that's what happens now. Thomas is with the, the baby, baby going like... The baby's like night, night crawler. <laughs> and then you... Bam. bam. <laughs> yeah, bam. So the baby... Bamps into the, into the, into the forest. The baby bamps into the forest between peekaboos. Yeah. That's got to be like... Um, I don't know. That's a really smart and horrifying way to kind of open the film. So she's, uh, I don't know what she's doing. She's taking the baby out for a little wander or something. And she's playing I see it every time. She's literally just sitting in the garden playing peekaboo. Yeah. And then um, I think we pretty quickly just cut to the witch uh, carrying the baby through the woods and into their little mud, mud hut they've got. Um, yeah. This I scene... Think- it's actually disturbing. <laughs> I found really disturbing. More so this time watching it. Is that when she's like making something out of him? Is that right? She's like, uh, so we have the baby just there and then we just see a knife. And is that um, the soundtrack is like, imagine a hundred old ladies with their feet being tickled. Yeah. <laughs> like constantly oh, yeah, getting so louder and louder. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then it shows a knife over the, um, over the baby and then it cuts to her just like like, she has like a pestle and mortar or something and it's just like attacking it and it's just full of blood so I think she's just bled the baby and, and then she starts covering this, which is like you don't quite see the, the cool thing about this film is that you don't really see what they're doing but they're like covering like a, mm. a broom like witch's broom or something in, in the blood covering their body and it massaging themselves into it um, and, and it's then, all cut like a Nigella Lawson cooking show because you never see yeah. it's like close up on the hands. Yeah, all, really almost as new. Eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just horrifying. Um, I, I don't know. Just we don't see quite what's going on, but it looks horrible. And yeah. and the baby. I mean, the first time I watched this, that actually made me sit up 
I was lying down, I was watching, I sat up and was like, what the hell? Yeah, They've yeah. literally just killed the baby off like that. That's insane. I was, I was watching this and it did stop me laughing at the disappearance <laughs> when the baby bamfed off. It was a real emotional roller coaster that five minutes. Yeah. I mean, it is, yeah. It is terrifying. And it's good because the reveal of the baby disappearing, he kind of just focuses on Thomasin's face as she yeah. realizes the baby's gone. Um, I don't know if you would just stare at the same spot. You'd be like, wait, what? I'd get a little magnifying glass out. Like Rick yeah. Moranis in Shrunk the Kids. Look at in the, in the grass. <laughs> Rick Moranis in I Shrunk Kids. That's, <laughs> shrunk kids. That's what it would be like if uh, was Luminic, Ralph Innocent was the, the guy who shrunk his kids. Yeah. Bloody hell. I've shrunk my kids. Bloody hell, I've shrunk kids. Jesus. Again. It's like, yeah, now I need to make sure is whether I didn't love Jesus enough or just in the wrong way. Hmm. Yeah. Or if I love Jesus too much. Or if I Impossible. Love as well. Do we do, do we know if they blame Thomason at this point? I think they I think the mom certainly does pretty quickly. She's like, oh Yeah, I definitely they say it outright. Maybe they're whispering at nighttime. This they like, do in the some, same room. They do some yeah. nighttime whispering quite soon. But the first thing is I tell you what, <laughs> from bad to worse, at first, baby's vanished and been ground up into a paste. Um, <laughs> but but then, also, the corn's gone bad. It's not funny, is it? It's not funny, but for some reason, oh, the corn said good, it. goes bad. Yeah. Yeah, the corn's all black. I mean, De- devastated. I was well looking forward to a, a kernel. <laughs> it was like, oh, well, baby's missing, but at least we'll have some lovely corn on the cob to. What? Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Gutted. Yeah. And meanwhile, the, the witch is enjoying baby paste. Yeah. Yeah. Witch's corn, more delicious than ever. God. Yeah. Um, so they're having a... Um, so that they're without any good corn, they go out, um, particularly the dad and the eldest son, Caleb, they go out setting the traps, and they're looking for animals. And I, I guess some time must have passed already because the little boy says, hey, up, Dad, you hadn't talked about it, baby, since it's gone missing. He goes, oh, because it's dead. I think, no, he didn't say, I don't want to talk about babies anymore. They think a fox or a wolf took the baby, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what they're trying to catch, maybe. Yeah, and also food, because they got no, yeah. no good corn. Yeah. Um, so they're talking so the son talks about like why, why don't you mention the baby why don't you talk about him and we go, oh, it's with, with Jesus now and that is absolutely boss so that's alright we just don't talk about the baby anymore Yeah. and then yeah. the son sort of says like, well if I get pasted will you not talk about me anymore <laughs> I get filled in <laughs> will you not talk about me anymore what well, if I get pestle or mortared <laughs> a bunch of witches fill me in <laughs> yeah, a bunch of witches slurp me dry like Capri Sun and then send me back all sweaty and full of like what taters is, or what, whatever in my tongue. What, is that? what are you going to do? What is that stick, about stick? Was it like a witch's broom she was rubbing up with all the... I paste? think so. I don't think we ever find out. But yeah. it looked like a broom, I think. I mean, actually like a stick with some twigs on it. Yeah. I, I don't know. That was brooms in them days. Always naked as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Always in the nudie. I mean, if so you're a witch, what's the point in wearing clothes? Keep just... you warm. There's no H&M nearby, is there? 
<laughs> no, no Primark then. They do wear clothes. Like later on, there's one that maybe she's pretending to wear clothes. Like a, yeah, it's all it's all a um, it's all, it's all a ruse. ruse I'm actually it's... naked under here. Are you? <laughs> that's that's how she gets him. Give my clothes. Yeah, uh, Shakira want... is the witch. <laughs> Shakira is the witch. Shakira, Shakira. I grind a baby into a paste. <laughs> it on my body. Um, whenever sixteen thirty, wherever <laughs> New England. <laughs> oh, call in response for the audience. <laughs> we haven't seen her yet. Right now, Dad and Dad and Caleb are out. Are out. Um, are out hunting for food and they see the most oblivious rabbit ever. Is the rabbit also the witch? They're the all hare? witches. Everything's a witch in that woods. Even the trees are witches pretending to be trees. The rabbit is very oblivious because like, they see the, a rabbit sitting there and it, dad's like, oh, great. Cheers, Jesus. Right now, I'm going to I'm gonna blow. <laughs> Olden times guns are the hardest gun you to get like a big fuse wire out. Oh, God. And it's like, right. And the rabbit just sits there the whole time. We have rabbits outside our house. I see them, and within seconds, they are off. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't sit there and look at me gormlessly. Yeah. As you try to load up your rifle. Uh, with this one, he goes, reload! Reload! Yeah. Reload! He's like pressing the wrong button. He's like, reload! Yeah. <laughs> bringing out, like, a huge, like, sniper rifle, like his Day of the Jackal, setting up, like, some big... <laughs> <laughs> some big setup to do it and then he almost shoots his eye out he's like there's a dog there's a dog that runs over and goes oh yeah, the dog barks oh, and the rabbit yeah. still's like yeah What's after that? he shoots the, the gunpowder goes in his eye the dog is like jumping up at him I reckon if you oh, change the sound on. change the soundtrack to this it'd be like a comedy do 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 if you just put in a number of especially when he slips over like a little banana slipping noise (laughs) (laughs) so they come back they come back to the farm don't they and this is where black phillips running amok amok he's a star of the film the twins just chasing him around shouting his name at him black (laughs) (laughs) it's really really annoying him he's like i'm fuming i'm absolutely yeah. fuming yeah. i know trivia about this movie apparently that that goat in real life was an absolute piece of shit apparently he was butting people he was oh being the shit out of everyone i wow. love it evil he was evil yeah something about there's a couple of shots of of black philip where you see like deep into his eyes deep into his soul and i'm like that's evil that's yeah. evil um, to get back, and as uh, he's he's trying to get Black Philip into his um, into his fenced off bit, that's when <laughs> he slips in into, into his pajamas. Into his pajamas at bedtime. Oh yeah, he slips. He gets down into his teenage mutant ninja turtle pajamas, and then he yeah. slips into a big pile of manure. I don't know if it is manure, but I'm Probably. in my head it is. And, and then the, the kids, tw- like, yeah, the twins absolutely mock the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> you absolute Jesus loving twat. Oh, I've never yeah. seen like that is like the one of the least appropriate like falls ever. The only one I've seen of those that has been as harsh in real life. <laughs> Apologies if I told you this one before. We were when we lived in Poland, we were around it was an icy day. 
um, we were on a on a site uh, on a visit somewhere, and it was a really cold winter, and someone slipped over on the ice, and he had a daughter with him at this place, and she was like, "We were trying not to laugh, one because we didn't, one because of where we were, which was Auschwitz on a tour of it, like one of the saddest places of of all." And um, this this man fell over on the ice, but like so, we were like, "Oh God!" One, you might have fallen over and hurt himself, and two, this is not the place to be laughing. But his daughter was having none of it. She stood over him and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Have some res- have some respect." We're in Auschwitz. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was in the same camp as the twins, shouting. Twins, absolutely. Who do they think they are? These twins? Do you reckon they are they witches? Everyone else is a witch. Are they witches already? I, I well, we don't are. know what happens to them, do we? They just disappear at the end. I reckon the witch pastes them. But for <laughs> now, is this where they is the, is this where they sort of come along and go, yeah, we're the witch, the wood, we're gonna and then like talking about that yeah. they are the witch and are so gonna Tom, get them. So Thomason takes um she takes her dad's woolens down to the stream to wash them off. Uh, I've done that before. <laughs> Taking daddy's woolens to the stream. I'm taking daddy's woolens to the stream because washing machines on blink. So actually, it is on the blink. I do need to yeah. take okay. some woolens to the stream. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> and that is when, yeah, it's uh, Thomasin is there with Caleb, isn't she? And it's um, Mercy who starts crawling out in the in the weeds and starts saying, "I'm I'm the witch, you silly yeah. bitch." <laughs> she goes, you absolute dick. I tell you who the witch is, me, and I'm going to eat you. Yeah. And yeah, for she, someone she, who was clearly trying to wind her up, she, she, but as soon as the tables are turned, it's really hands it up. Be, yeah. I'm going to murder you, you little twats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bloody murder. Do, do either of you guys use the term, turn a phrase, colder than a witch's tit? Uh, I know what that is. I yeah. Don't hear it. I don't use it. I mean, I say it very often. No, I don't think I use it, but I feel like I'm, I feel like I want to use it more. Well, yeah, it's deserving. I like it. It's, I mean, I, it's like um, weaker than Nat's piss. It's like a tea yeah. that's not been in the, not brewed <laughs> yeah. for long enough. A tea that's had a tea bag just shown to it. <laughs> Nat, um, <laughs> there's plenty of Nats on. Who put fifty p yeah. in the dickhead? I like that when someone's just arping on. <laughs> oh, who put fifty p in the dickhead? I love those those takedowns which are just so cutting. Yeah, they, make, they make people do humiliate people. Oh fuck off, man. <laughs> so um, Thompson goes a bit too far and then like genuinely scares her little sister. Goes, I don't know if she goes far yeah, enough. Okay, yeah. She pit she should pin her down, close her little flappy head up. <laughs> Sew it up. I'm bloody witch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bloody witch. I'm bloody witch. Uh, yeah, and uh, the mum at this point is just pretty much devastated from the baby going missing as you would be. She's crying. She's praying all the time. I think that's when Caleb is like, why is mum praying all the time? Because Is it because the baby's gone to hell? Because um, mm. he was unbaptized, you know? Oh, he... so that, that's, that's automatically a hell. Sorry. Yeah. This innocent little babe uh, it's done nothing wrong in its life. Unbaptized, straight to hell with you, where you'll be made into a paste. Why didn't they, why didn't they uh, baptize him? Aren't they? Can't well, they they've, do left, it? they've left town, haven't they? So, it's like, oh, it's something you forget to get your 
cat microchips. Ugh, I should have got that done. I've got to wait till I go into town now to get into because they still go to town because I think they might have already done this, but it's when they were doing some whispering at night yeah. where they've said, oh, oh yeah, we're gonna get Thomas into we're gonna give Thomas into another family because we haven't got enough food because all the corn's gone black. Yeah, the people, Thomas. If you're gonna yeah. give away, yeah, she's, like, the she's, she's the she biggest, but well, she washes woolens, yeah, but and no one's gonna want to buy the kids, the twins. I don't know, we're not taking them. Like, like they could make really little... good scarecrows, or if your animals just weren't antagonized enough, they could do that. Black Philip. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously a key a key plot point here as well is where um, the dad says, "I've sold, I've sold mum's silver cup um, in exchange for exchange for what? Uh, some hunting supplies, I think. Yeah, Maybe that gun right. or something. Or yeah, and a little bit later." <laughs> They're going to blow up in your face. Yeah. A little bit later, when having a bit of dinner, Catherine is like to Thomason, have you seen my silver cup? And Thomason says, no, nay, I've not seen it. I say the nay, mum. No, nay. I say the nay, mum. And the dad's like, she says she's not seen it. Um, Yeah. Basically just big domestics happening all over the place between everyone. And they're going to sell her off for... Pittance. Yeah, they're gonna sell. They're gonna they're gonna sell her off. Uh, get rid of her. Um, but in the morning, Caleb decides he's gonna go out and try and. Is he trying to go hunting again? Or yeah, he's gonna go get check some... the trap. Yeah. Yeah, they've set the traps, haven't they, for um for some animals because they want them to have some food to eat. And she goes with him. Yeah. Um. So you get to the woods, and they're having a. A nice chit chat about something or other, and they see that that they have caught something in the trap, like a I don't know what it is, probably a hare or something. But then there's hair, also yeah. another hare or bunny rabbit further up, which is the witch one, I think, because that one freaks out the horse. Yeah, it spooks the horse, doesn't it? And then the dog chases uh, the bunny rabbit. It's, just, a, it's chase- just like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. This is. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Dog chases the bunny rabbit and the horse does this and then everyone runs around scared of each other. Yeah. <laughs> There's a rabbit sticking out. He's got like a big carrot and he's eating it. Gives him some sass. Yeah. The, the, the horse throws Thomas in there, doesn't it? And she gets knocked unconscious. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think we, we were with Caleb for a little bit. He wakes up and then he finds the dog who's been disemboweled. Yeah, yeah, horrendously. Um, and we oh, we even hear it cry out like yeah. moments before, which is again, I mean, this film, help, like, it's quite um, um, uh, what's it's the brutal. word? It's, br- it's, like, it's brutal, it's brutal. It doesn't care about you've killed a dog yeah. and a baby within its first 40 minutes, yeah. And the, there's like, there is there are no jump scares or anything like that, it doesn't need any of that. It's like, it's just that the horror. There's a creeping dread all the way throughout. Mm-hmm. But then there are moments of just genuine, oh my God, that is actually horrible. Yeah. And it dwells on those things as well, isn't yeah. it? It's not just like, a, oh, this might have happened. No, this is definitely what's happened. And this horrible thing is, it's quite, yeah, a, I'm showing hope, you. It's quite a hopeless film, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy it, um, but there's something about it where it is like truly hopeless. You never think that any characters in this film are going to come out of it. Um, in a good, in any sort of positive light. Well, I don't know. And um, Thompson seems pretty chuffed at the end. 
Oh yeah, I mean that's different, isn't it? But you know, she gets, she's going to go see the the world. She's uh... go, you can go see the world, uh, but one thing, you'll have to smear baby paste over your body, maybe like once. You're going to have to hover. You're going to get your hovering reps in at least yeah. ten reps an evening. Right. And oh, you're going to have to really add hard. to the choir of women being tickled on the feet. Tickling women. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, <laughs> oh, so this is um, this yeah, this is a, a creepy moment. So Caleb gets like the wood hut. He finds the witch's house in the middle of the woods, and he, oh, like he seems torn whether he should go in or not. And the a witch kind of comes out and walks towards the camera. She's like winking at him, fluttering her eyelashes and her eyelids, and she's like uh, doing the hanky panky. Uh, <laughs> What's that thing? Oh, Grinding hips and stuff. Oh, um, the okey-cokey. Not that. <laughs> she's got some... the okey-cokey. Does a cartwheel and a yeah. roly-poly. And well, then... She's got some clothes on, though. She's uh, got a... Uh, she's got, like, herself a sexy bodice. Yeah. Got a bodkin and a jerkin and a, and a bodkin. Hood. Take off my bodkin and my yeah. jerkin. Yeah, she's got a bodkin and jerkin and she's she's and marching a, up there like Game Scottish Boy. widows Ooh, in, like a, in, like, a hood. Yeah. Uh, uh, to... And she kisses him. He kind of like he gives in to. Uh, we saw him earlier, actually, like kind of taking looking a, at Thomason's a... body, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's clearly having those. He's growing up. He's having those thoughts and feelings. Maybe a bit confused because I can't imagine his mum and dad are going to be the ones who want to talk about the birds and the bees. They'll no. say sin. There's sin in you, and if you touch yourself, the sin will come out and consume you. Yeah, yeah that's what. He needs some good sex education. There's only one. It. There's only one thing that you need to love, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, but what about these feelings I'm having? You're allowed to touch yourself as long as you're thinking about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dad, I just can't wank over Jesus. He doesn't do it for me. How dare you, sinner? <laughs> you're also a sinner. You're a sinner if you don't wank over Jesus, but you're also a sinner if you do wank over Jesus. You dirty bastard. Well, you should want do? to, but not. <laughs> get yourself, get yourself to the point of climax, and then punch slap yourself. Face. Yeah. yeah, blue ball for Jesus. <laughs> Edging for wow. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he kisses this witch, and then she, uh, she reaches. She like grabs his head with mm. her hand, and her hand is all wrinkly. Her hands are old. She didn't paste herself enough. She didn't yeah. paste that part of her body. She's got an old, old hand. Yeah, old hand. I think it's like yeah. a glamour spell. I think she's maybe like old. Do you think mm. she's the old lady who's sucking on that goat's teats at the end? Yeah. It's yeah, the same one. It's the same one. Gotta be the same. Gotta one. be in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be that there's just one witch because it's not called the witches. Is is the the Roald Dahl yeah, sequel yeah. years later? True. Maybe she just got multiple man powers. Yeah, that's definitely it. Mm. Um, so then uh, they're all they're worried, sick, back at home, um, and they shout out for for the minute. Thomason comes back, uh, but then I think. The mum like just shouts there. Like, yeah, she goes, "Oh, but, for fuck's sake, you're a, you're a wrong and you are. I don't like you anyway. Even you're the only one that really does much useful around here." Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Um, basically, she's just fuming because another kid's gone missing, and you know, instead of blaming Thomason, maybe go, "It's the area. It's the area's fault. We've moved into a bad area. Just blame yeah. the area. Blame the other. Yeah, moved into a bad area. <laughs> yeah, yeah." 
Corn, um, corn's uh, gone black. Kids keep disappearing. And this is also again where she goes, and you stole my bloody silver cup. So <laughs> good about that cup. Cup fucking shit. And that's yeah, when pretty William. Mug. I've got like <laughs> a favorite mug. I don't want anyone to I like all my drinks out of this one. hunting. Yeah, what about Andy's giant cup? Yeah. That he I've uses got, for. I've got my got a bottle today. Imagine someone... someone sold your cup for hunting uh, equipment. Karen, Karen swapped <laughs> your no, swapped your glass, <laughs> swapped your giant glass for hunting materials. She's got she's got a quality twelve uh, gauge shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. So to wear my, some goggles. My tankard from the German market. She thought, I'll sell this for hunting supplies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she ch- chastises her for that for take Caleb. Oh, Caleb's fucked off now as well. Um, and I said, William says, "Twas me who salt took cup. Twas me." And they go, Phew. "It's one of those things where as soon as someone admits they did it, she's like, oh, 'Oh, I'm not going to tell you off because you know.'" Well, you, you've admitted it, so actually, that's all right. <laughs> that's yeah. right. And you, she didn't admit it, but she didn't take it well. And she didn't grass <laughs> you up, actually. So, yeah, that's she's, dishonest. She's a witch. Jesus doesn't like that at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, and then that night there's a storm, and that's when Thomason comes out and finds Caleb outside the house, completely nude, yeah. naked from head to toe, clothes into a paste. They turn yeah, everything into a paste. Those witches. He's been yeah. gunged, hasn't he? He's 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 got like a bit of a film over him. Is Ectoplasm. he Vaseline? Yeah, <laughs> he's Great. been. Gravy film, like when you leave yeah. gravy out for a bit for a while, it's got skin it, on it. It looks like Ace Ventura after he's been birthed out of that rhino. <laughs> he's been birthed out of something. So yeah, they get him inside. That scene nearly killed me when I was a kid. Like I could have been dead watching that. <laughs> like I remember laughing so hard, I was genuinely like scared. <laughs> I thought you meant this scene of the witch <laughs> yes, for a second. I, I, did. Yes. I was like, did you count yourself as a kid in 2015? How would you be Ace Ventura too? Yeah. Andy, Andy, how would you describe Caleb in this instance? Oh, he's right poorly. He's <laughs> he's 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 right poorly. Um, he's 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 come back from being slurped out by the witch, and he is poorly as you like. Yeah. Why do you reckon she sent him back like that and not? It's like maybe like a message or um, something. Um, yeah. Because because uh, earlier you were talking about apples and then they put an apple inside his mouth. Oh, oh yeah, he's been eating the crab apples, hasn't he? In the in the woods, he's got they put crab apples or acorns in him or something like that. Yeah, well, probably he's ate the seeds and then it grows into a. He's got an apple That's tree inside. Stuff, it. And he's had a, he's eaten the core of the apple. You idiot! You never do that. <laughs> yeah. Throw that shit away. <laughs> Karen's always Karen's always telling me. She's, you never cut your apples close enough to the core. You're wasting a lot of apples. You risk it. I'm an idiot, don't mate. Eat. I ain't eating no apple seeds. <laughs> don't. Yeah, an apple tree will grow in your belly and come out your mouth. And bum. And we bum don't off. see that bit in this film. Yeah. Uh, Karen, if you want me to have a fretful night of sleep and then wake up and quote a massive bit of the Bible and then just die, then you do, carry do you on like the a, way you're going. A pleasurable shiver at the end. I think he speaks oh. to God or something. That's when he passes it through the bum. Oh, I feel better. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's Granny pretty Smith. Much was it Granny Smith? No, it was a red, red delicious. Yeah, a golden <laughs> delicious. Uh, <laughs> what well, happened? This the twins been, proper double, double down. Yeah, 
it's too it's tight pro- as well. You know, when you get a tight apple and your, your jaw tenses up. Oh, oh it can't open his mouth. So he has to get the butter knife to try and yeah. wait, like drop it. Like a dog who's got a bone, he's going to drop it. Drop it. <laughs> you have to like, like crank his mouth open. And That's you're dangerous. right, then the kids double down going, she's a blooming witch, isn't she? You two are oh, the, yeah. more, the most witches ever. <laughs> you yeah. two couldn't be more witches if you tried. Uh, but then Thomason attempts to milk the nanny goat. But what comes out? Just a load of blood. Cherry aid. Flat. Whoa. <laughs> Cherry aid. Hang on, I got a magic, I got a magic witch. Cherry Hang aid come out of its teeth. Yeah. Drinks it. Now it's blood. This goat, this goat blasts Vimto. Come on. <laughs> I'm taking it to market and getting the whole queue. The whole town's gonna queue around the corner to get Vimto straight from the well, source. Well, Vimto, this Thompson one might comes be inside. Tooth Lips are covered in red. And then they say, What's come out of that goat? She can't say blood. There she says cherry aid. Cherry aid lip stain. Just cherry aid, yeah. Okay, oh let's, oh, let's have a go on it. Let's have oh, a go yeah. on it. Nah, nah, it's all gone. It's empty. He's empty. <laughs> Um, so the twins like go, you're a witch, aren't you? Waka, 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 waka. And they run around singing their songs and winding everyone up again. And then they, uh, at some point, they make a woo, 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 noise. And then they that's just stand up on the floor. when they get caught by the witch <laughs> later on. That was good. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're made for. But they, but they like uh, just pass out on the floor and they don't get, oh, they might be pretending. I don't know. Doesn't. Doesn't say. Well, they do They're that late, they, they, they go in, and this is when um, Caleb's really poorly. He's had his mouth clenched closed, and Dad goes, "Right, quick, hundred cc's of prayers, stat." So they all, they all, they all gather <laughs> yeah. around, and this is after the kid, the kid, the twins have gone. And Thomason's witch. I said, I, "I'm not." I says, "Right, do you prayers then?" And then the kids, the little kids, for me, proving that they are the witch. Like, oh, I don't remember my prayers. Yeah. yeah. What they say they don't remember their prayers, and they say something else like, "Fuck you, you prick." <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out. And doesn't the the dad like gets Thomason to get down on her knees and like get down on your knees and tell me you love me? Get down on my knee. Get down on your knees. I love like, you. <laughs> do you do you love do you love Jesus? That also I, I, I bloody love Jesus. How much do you, you love Jesus? Read lots. <laughs> Lots. How, how much do you love him? 200%. And he goes, ha! It's impossible to do a percentage more than 100. A witch. <laughs> a witch, you are. Right. If she sinks, she's a witch. And if she floats, well, she's probably a witch as well. So, um, so yeah, they, they, they make some new prayers. And you're right. The twins, having accused her of being a witch and then not remembering their prayers, just get out of it by collapsing. Oh, it's it, does, it does seem like it it does seem like they're faking it there doesn't it in this moment i was like i couldn't tell if it was the kid actors or if it was like the kids acting so well that they were portraying themselves as kids who were faking it because i was yeah, like they were just get up yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with you we're reet poorly we're reet poorly <laughs> yeah, especially it's like kids isn't it like when one of them's sick are they getting the attention oh i'm also sick oh the same amount of sick we're twins we've got a telepathic link yeah, so they're, they're, they're pretending to be sick as well. Caleb, um, he wakes, he, he gobs out an apple, and then the prayers seem to soothe him, and he gets better. Um, and then he gets up and does... Um, it's not the the Samuel L. Jackson quote from... Ezekiel, Ezekiel 23, 20. Is that it? 
I thought he was going to do. He sits up and does Austin 316 and then... The path for the righteous man is is beset on all sides by the inequity. I'm reading out. I don't know it. Ninja Gator 1. Ninja Gator 2. You you do no good if you don't remember your prayers. Um, But then Caleb does what I like to call a reverse Padme, uh, where she gave up on life he was so happy that he just he did all of his prayers and went, I'll tell you what, I love Jesus so much, I'm gonna to go to him. Nothing left to live. I think it's uh I think it's nice. I think it he he obviously has been saved in some way, or he's going to go he was worried about that as well. He's fretting about going to hell. Uh but it looks yeah. like it looks like he went to heaven, from what we can yeah. tell. Either that or he's been killed by the Joker, he's got a big smile on his face anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, he dies smiling. So and things then... start to get worse and worse from here. Uh, I think after the death of two children, things can only get worse. And the other two are still pretending to be dead or poorly. Um, yeah. This yeah. is when, like, the dad kind of like this is like the version of a quiet word outside. The dad goes, "Let's have a chat to you outside," and he goes, "Are you a witch? Because you have to tell me if you are." Yes. <sighs> I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. Like an undercover goes, police officer. Got to tell me. <laughs> you policeman. Because <laughs> legally, you've got to tell me if you are. I said legally, you've got to tell me if you're a witch. Yeah, he goes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. Well, I'm not a witch. He goes. Well, you've been mugging me off all the time. And she goes, mugging you. You've been mugging me off. You you stole you you, you did the silver cup. You did that and you fucked me, me up with a you fucked me up with a silver cup. You maybe watched the baby when clearly I got other things on. All right. <laughs> you didn't mention the baby was a nightcrawler. <laughs> mention the baby was a nightcrawler. You got these two twins or a twats. And, <laughs> and oh, I'm sick of them. I'm actually sick of them. Um. So then, I've, doesn't she say like she accuses <laughs> the twins, tells William that he's he's full of sin as well. Yes, yeah, so you've got the most sin, actually. You, when you point the finger, you got to think those three fingers pointing back at you, and he goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, when you point the finger, <laughs> remember, look at the man in the mirror before you look at me. All right, yeah. as as Mickey Jackson once said, uh, and then and Will- William goes, "Right, I've had enough. I've had it up to here." <laughs> yeah, get in the go right. house. <laughs> I see your point. I understand what you're saying. Just to be safe, I'm going to nail all of the kids in the good house with black yeah. pillows. Some well, people say they run away from their problems. There. I know yeah. there's, there's some goats in there, but Black Phillip seems way too violent to be putting them in there. I, I think they do put them in there, don't they? I think they do. Well, they, they are screaming their heads off as he leaves them in there, like through <laughs> yeah. the bars of the, <laughs> the wood panels. <laughs> <laughs> Black Phillip's just behind him, nutting him over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in his language, he's like going. Twins, <laughs> twins, 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 singing their name at them. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Twins. Uh, and this is where Thomason basically just goes, okay, twins, you've been twats this whole film, but tell me the truth. Have you really been speaking with Black Philip? Um, yeah. And they yeah, basically say, we have. Here we have. Um, he's really good at English <laughs> and he's been telling us loads of shite. He's been <laughs> filling our minds with dreams, hopes, and dreams. Um, be making guess, us be making us forget our prayers. I guess the long game is to just get to Thomason, right? Is that what we're supposed to think? I think, I think so. If, it's weird because it feels like um, the family's reaction to kind of 
uh, excise her from the family, kind of pushes her towards which witchdom. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, maybe that's exactly what Black Phillip wanted this entire time. Yeah, he does so, seem yeah. like he's got a bit of a plan. Either that or he's just that's an agent of chaos. At one point, you see him with some blueprints looking over them. <laughs> and they've like got that music, the science. So I think a few things happen at this point, right? So one thing is Caleb is like confessing, like he he's like his sin is pride or something. Like he could have just come back to plantation. Oh, William, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Caleb's already dead after vomiting up an yeah. apple. But is he, he comes though? back though. He, he comes back as a ghost. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Comes back as a force ghost. Um, says I'm with Jesus now. It's absolutely boss here. But his voice is all messed up as well. Look at that apple, still in there. Uh, and he's yeah. he's like talking to it. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> I'm um. Based on Ben's impression, he's like a Taz. Well, <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, and she goes, oh... Oh, and he's holding the baby as well. Yeah, it says, oh, me and, me and the baby are here now. Um, what are you up to? Evan's great, yeah. How are you? How are Fancy, you? Uh, it's been a couple of days. Fancy so, a And is, <laughs> the baby... Caleb's been buried, and the mom gets in the grave. Oh, yeah. Gives him a snuggle. Yeah. Very comfy. So this is all after, obviously, the moment where so when the when everybody's in the goat house is when they wake in the wake in the morning or the night to see the witch drinking the cherry aid from the nanny goat, right? It all happens she... at once. So as yeah. as uh, she's breastfeeding the baby, but that's uh, actually a bird pecking her heart out. Yeah, which is I found absolutely. I thought it was just is pecking it... her nip off. Yeah, pecking the nippy off. Yeah. I, I found that absolutely disturbing as well. So, pull so on, pull in on the witch, pull on the witch's tip. Yeah, probably saying it was cold. Yeah, <laughs> this is <freezing>. cold. <laughs> um, but so she's like uh, laughing hysterically as well as this like yeah. crow is is like pecking at a boob. I mean, as uh, a like, crow tearing bits up. As a crow ever pecked at your boob, Luke? Maybe it's real funny. <laughs> um, it's ticklish. It is ticklish. <laughs> true. <laughs> Um, oh, and at the, at the same time, the twins noticed the uh, the naked witch drinking from the goat, bobbling away at the goat. And as yeah. they walk towards it, she like turns her head around and does like an ooga booger. Yeah, yum, 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 yum. yeah. And I'm then, a bloody witch. We never see <laughs> the twins again. We have no idea what happens to the twins. Good. Sick of them. Yeah, that's when they get there. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> They disappear. When I lock my car at the end. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So they've gone. Um, it's a real. It came up before we started recording. This is a real lock room mystery. This is they need Jonathan Creek on this, and he wouldn't be born for hundreds of years yet. So the room is locked. How did the how how did the witch get in? Yeah. Well, there's a hole in the roof, isn't there? I think we hear her land Lowered on the in. roof as well. Bamped oh. in. Like, so, yeah. yeah, she's absorbed the baby's powers. Yeah. <laughs> um, makes sense. William gets out of bed, all groggy. Uh, he leaves his wife in, in bed for a lion. He slept like pure shite. Yeah, <laughs> slept like absolute shite. And yeah. he goes outside and he sees all the goats, like, they're like, covered in blood and they're all dead. The, the it's like that meme from... 
when he walks in, it's like that meme from Community when uh, um, what's his name walks in and everything's on fire. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, you got to see everything's on fire with his pizzas. Yeah. Um, did we see the twins dead at this point? Just outside? Are they out and about, or did I imagine that? Don't it's been a few days since I've seen think, it. Don't think I don't think see so. At all. I am. Um, I Google it to try and find out what happens to them, see if I've missed something. But apparently, it's just not not it's in gone. there. There was a really funny YouTube video that said it was a deleted scene, and it like <laughs> I probably thought it was. And after after the bit where the witch turns around. It's like cuts to some very different horror movie with like a young twin character like stabbing the other twin with a knife and it goes in slow motion. Uh, it's so stupid. I'll try and find it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, it was definitely the, the deleted scene. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But then also, and any Taylor Joyce, like right in the middle of it all with like blood all over her. <laughs> She's like crawling out from the barn, like, uh, like literally like as incriminating as possible. The witch has framed her up effectively. What have you done? Oh, I don't know what's happened. Oh. Yeah. Well, she, I think she says like the witch came in for the roof and, and then, but it's too late. Um, Black oh, Phillip, yeah. it says enough of that. Yeah. And the, nuts, uh, nuts the dad to death. Yeah. Jams it's uh... Irish whips him into the rails. <laughs> <laughs> super just eviscerates him essentially right just jumps you get like gauze in I, I just wonder how to do that did he did he go like down and then flick his yeah, head up or something got him uh, yeah got like did like a reverse horn into him yeah. like slashed him it. then he gets on the top of the turnbuckle and then yeah. moonsault taps his little taps his little elbow and he falls yeah. into the he falls into all the wood that he's been also did you notice obviously there was a moment here which made me think about Amityville Horror chopping wood with your top off oh, um, oh yeah obviously yeah. dad loves a bit of chopping wood in this doesn't he loves a bit of chopping but he falls is his own is his own undoing eventually because he falls into the big stacks of all the wood and it all falls on him crushing yeah. him yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically black philip does the equivalent the 1600s equivalent of putting him through a table it's all over <laughs> Yeah, and the, but he tags in right at the end. We hear some entrance music of the mother. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, it's like oh, and the whole family's down, and then suddenly you hear like a glass break, and the yeah. mom comes on, like, dun, 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 dun. she comes storming out, and she yeah. has absolutely. I mean, He's yes, fuming. having your having your having your chest pecked at by birds all night. She'll have been up all night as well. She's probably lifted. Um. So. I mean, I'd say at this point, realistically, she should have chosen a side here. Thomas Thomason should be fairly well acquitted of being the witch now that we've seen Black Phillip do an actual murder and put her dad through that stack of wood. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, the wife saw that though. Maybe she thought no. you gored him. She just came yours. out, saw dead dad, saw loads of dead goats. Twins are missing, and she was like, "Right, I've had a guts full." You're going yeah. down. And then she goes to get goes to get Thomas in, but unfortunately, um, what the mom hadn't reckoned on is that she is quite weak. Uh, her one weakness is being slashed with a knife. It's yeah. like a big old hooky a, thing, isn't it? Like a, a trowel, bill hook. Yeah. What is I a think bill it? Says, hook? It says here it's a bill hook. Yeah. No, what that is. Bill hook. But she bill hooks yeah. her, and that's that's, and she fin and she. Slashes her up right into mints. Slashes yeah, it's not really mince. her fault either. Like I think the first time, like she was getting 
manhandled orders she grabs something anything and like uses it to kind of get her off it but then when the mum realizes that she's like bleeding like quite bad she, she starts to down. strangle yeah, yeah she starts to strangle her daughter and then Thompson, uh as an act of self-defense decides to chop her mum's face off yeah She's covered in blood as well, because like from the from her mum's eyebrow, she was just pouring blood into her into her face, which was pretty gruesome. Yeah, yeah. And then Thomasin um, this... just goes into the farmhouse and just what else can he do? She sits down and says, Right, Black Philip, country to speak. Tell me you actually the devil. And he goes, Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a proper ASMR this scene is like moment. It's, it's, it's one of the best horror scenes. I think. And the first thing he Maybe offers ever. her, like, like so good. We all quote the "Wouldst thou like the deliciously?" But what he be- what he opens with is "Wouldst thou like butter?" Oh, butter. Yeah. Imagine yeah, the first like there's some... there's some poor smuck schmuck that took the first offer. Butter? Yes, please. Just gives him some mar- like uh, butterly butterly or something. <laughs> uh, but... You'll never believe this is not butter. <laughs> Let's see what you could have won. A life lived deliciously. <laughs> a cuddly <laughs> Could have seen the world. <laughs> um, but there, so and th- there's some sort of weird form behind her, though, isn't there? At this moment. Well, yeah. So, this, so uh, she's like, look at the get the goat for it. Well, uh, so it goes to nighttime. A witch holding a torch and the goat. Well, the goat's waiting outside. When the witch yeah. catches up, the goat goes inside first. So it's like I'm in charge. I know what's going on. And then I'll start negotiate this one, her. please, Doris. Thanks. He like transforms into a a figure that we can't quite see, like leather booted um, yeah. figure, and he kind of he goes behind her and he's um, what does he say? Take off your take off your dress. You're gonna need to off. take your slip off, and you're slip gonna need off. to you're gonna need to sign some paperwork. And she goes, "Ah, oh, Canony Wright uh, says, oh, I shall guide you. I shall guide you.' That I feel like that's not me signing it, then. That's you forcing me to sign it. If you're going to guide me, yeah. sign this, please. I'll use. I'll do your hand now. It's more of a gentleman's agreement, isn't it? Can you teach me to write as the first, like a, a sweetener of the deal? Yeah, I wonder what, what is it. Yeah, oh yeah, because like a magic book appears as well. I know yeah. it's cool. It's um, like because if you write your name in Black Phillips' book, that's how you're in the gang. Yeah, so you get in yeah. the club. You're immediately in the gang, and guess <laughs> What's what? What's that like? A lot of chocolate on your biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would have, in that case, signed this to an I feel like a lot of films uh, would have gone, what we'll do is we'll just have her talking to the goat, and then we'll hear the whispering sound, and then we'll cut away, we'll leave it kind of all in her imagination. But having these extra bits with Black Phillip kind of transforming into a weird figure... And then having Thomason go into the woods, I just think it kind of transcends the, the entire yeah, film. Yeah. She goes into the woods. Um, Black Philip follows after her. Um, the dirty perv. Uh, and and uh, oh, you signed you signed it to the club. Funny thing is, we're having a we're having a meeting right there's now. A mixer yeah. this there's, evening. There's, there's a mixer. Catalina wine mixer <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> what, what did you say? Got your stamp. On her hand to get into the yeah, club. stamp and here's your drinks tokens. Yeah, yeah, cherry aid all round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the deliciousness he was speaking of. So she nips into the woods and sees the witches having a right old rave up there. You know what? Though, if, if that was like if I just signed up to it and I'm like, okay, it was a big deal, 
and you go to the woods, you see some witches, like some naked ladies, just kind of wind windmilling, headbanging. To, so there's no, yeah, I'd be like, is there a cool down period on this or something? <laughs> um, but then but then they start floating. to hover. Yeah. So okay. They hover like we've mentioned Charlie and the Chocolate Factory more than once. It's that stuff you could drink to, and you <laughs> yeah. have to burp to, burp had, to get had, back down. They've had fizzy lifting drinks. You have to burp and this is well, but you don't uh, you don't hear it. Burp to get back down. Yeah, they all float up. They all basically go zero gravity on our asses. Uh, yeah. And they've all got like sticks, haven't they? So are we supposed to think that they're sort of like broomy? I think so. Broomy things. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've pasted right. those up earlier and they're flying about with them. They've had two twins yeah. worth of paste to put on them now. Yeah, but Th- Thomason manages to sort of float up without even having a stick or, having a, or, She's just or being natural. pasted. The only thing is, like, you get up there. I think there's a certain point where you think, "Wait, how? How do we get down? How do we get down? Yeah. Or did you not? Did you just keep floating up? Would Dan like to see the world from really far away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in space, keep looking floating. back at the planet. <laughs> yeah, unless she works out to burp like Ben says to get down. Then... Yeah. You're gonna hit that. There was no ceiling fan to bump into, so <laughs> like a daddy long legs floating around the world, bumping yeah. into stuff. And that's it. And the crescendo, <laughs> the crescendo of the of the witchy ticklish noise really gets going now, doesn't it? To its yeah. highest. They're point. really ticklish now. <laughs> so it's unbearable. <laughs> stop, stop it! Stop! It's really ticklish. I mean, that's what they that's the plan they have to get rid of anyone that can't fit into that harmony she's like what key that thomason what key do you reckon her voice is i reckon she's a treble eight really? be well well into just it. what i need just what we need for the choir what about these two twins they seem to enjoy singing nah <laughs> not their <Suppose>, singing <laughs> if we see if we see that there that there are more than one witch so perhaps there could have been more than one witch throughout the film film yeah, it's Absolutely. quite a few of them in there. It's like a little gang. It's yeah. like a little gang. Like blaze, a blazing squad of witches. It's loads of them. <laughs> so solid crew. Being at the crossroads, that's where they go. So solid coven. <laughs> so solid coven. Is there going to be a bit of jealousy there, though? Because Thomasin is actually a young woman, whereas the others can only pretend and actually all are Probably really old. old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Who knows? Can, yeah. Who knows? So uh, that's how it ends. And then at the end, there's a little bit that says this is film is based on real folklore and um diary entries and stuff taken from that period so it's all real it's all 100 real. <laughs> so it's all real uh baby paste for dinner yeah uh i've got some name game for you but i'll be honest didn't have much time and it's quite quite difficult there's one very obvious one that I didn't i've got do. i've got a couple well i okay. can sub you if you need any the first one I've got, the first and only one I've got, uh, it's about a film that goes, and the man in the back said, everyone attack, and it turned into a ballroom. Blitz. And the girl in Blitz. the corner said, boy, I want to warn you, it'll turn into a ballroom. Blitz. Ballroom witch. Ballroom. <laughs> yeah. The ballroom blitz. Ballroom well blitz. I haven't heard that song for years. I'm like, wow. I'll play that before bed. Um. I've got some for you off the off the top of the dome if you want then. Luke. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Um so mine are from under the dome, which as under you know the dome. in Nottingham. That's where Nottingham, we are. Yeah. Under the dome <laughs> the sun is dying. Um so a, a New England family, unsatisfied that their their neighbours do not wear a popular American sort of preppy clothing bat brand, they go to start their own branch at an out of town centre. The Adacombe and 
Fitch. <laughs> yeah, Abercrombie and Fitch, correct. Abercrombie, what did I say? Abercrombie and Fitch. Apple Crumble and Fitch. Um, yeah. Next, <laughs> um, having not satisfied with the local football league in the town, a New England family go out with their Langolier children into a forest clearing and use their powers to clear a square of ground which they build in the hope of hosting their own football games. Pitch. pitch. The pitch, correct. Um, next, um, having sold his wife's silver cup, um, the uh, a man called William is grassed up by his daughter, so pl- plots terrible revenge against her. The snitch. The snitch, correct. <laughs> Um, the next one, um, beloved slash disgraced actor, uh, depending on your perspective, um, goes about um, in New England in the past trying to set up someone who's unlucky in love with a uh, with a new partner. The Hitch. The Hitch, the correct. Hitch. And finally, oh, wow. um, so uh, a young girl in New England develops a terrible nervous tick after the being twitch. terrorised by a goat. A twitch. The twitch, correct. Very good. I'm glad you didn't go with the bitch. No, yeah. absolutely. Too obvious. Never. Too obvious. I got one. Yeah. Go on. I got one. Okay, so New England family, leave that town. Go and make a farm. <laughs> uh, but 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 the, the dad has got like really poor taste and everything he makes in this farm is like all garish and kind of doesn't really like match. Uh, and it's like, it's not even an ironic or knowing way. It's just looks shit. Loads of ornaments, bits of <laughs> wallpaper, just looks all... The glitz? The kitsch? Kitch. The kitsch. The kitsch. Uh, the kitsch. Correct. The glitz um, and the kitsch. That should be a TV show of some kind. I got, I got one more. For, oh, geez, one of the dogs is rolling around on the floor now. It's like he's been possessed. Um, <laughs> um, I get one more for you. So, um, <laughs> a New England family um, move move to a new settlement. However, they have two options, and they just can't decide between the two. Two options. So they need to decide. Uh, switch. Not quite. Between the two options, they need to decide the sitch or the situation. What's the sitch? Oh, it's actually which, but spelt differently. Uh, I've homophoned uh, you. Nailed oh, it. Oh, man. You absolute oh, homophonia. <laughs> You're so homophonic. Uh, that was good. That was good. We need to rate uh, the film. Uh, who would like to go first? Rate good or rate bad? How many Black Phillips out of ten? I'm hmm. going to give it nine Black Phillips out of ten, which is oh. a minus for me. Minus, very good. Um, I mean, it's. I think it's kind of pretty much a perfect movie, isn't it? I mean, it does exactly what it sets out to do. It's um, horrible in the the best way in the sense that it's genuinely horrifying um and it's got an absolutely killer ending yeah it's an amazing ending great soundtrack too as well i, I do it would make fun of the the choir of ticklish ladies but they do put on some banging music <laughs> yeah i feel like we've made fun of this choir. one a lot but actually that doesn't belie my that shouldn't undercut my enjoyment uh, of the film 
just in a silly mood today. No, I'll rate, I'll rate good now. I think A- minus is fair. I think, um, as I said, I've seen it like four or five times now. Every time I've enjoyed it. Every time I've kind of like seen something new as well or like not been quite sure on something and maybe had it cleared up for me the next time I've seen it. So I like it when films do that. It's always, um, it's always fun when films mm. do that. Um, yeah, it's just like one of the, like it's a perfect sort of, small when you think about it it's quite a small scale folk horror movie as well and i think it kind of is one of the best modern folk horror movies definitely out there and it's just got that that sense of that creeping dread the um it's just so unnerving all the way through and genuinely scary so yeah a minus i think yeah let's do it there Um, you go indeed I'm going to go. Um, it's tough. I'm tempted to go A minus as well. I was, yeah, I'm going to go having talked through it. I think I came into the episode thinking I was going to go B plus because I enjoyed the movie, but wasn't sure how often I would watch it for pleasure because it's an intense watch, right? It's not a uh, oh, stick this on in the background and have some horror in my day it's one that takes its toll on you and is quite a challenging watch on occasion one because it requires attention there's a lot of detail um and then it's a quite a harrowing set of affairs as well but having talked through it and i think um like heard some other takes and having had a few days to process some of it a little bit as well i think i'm going to come and join you guys on an a minus incredibly well made um, really commits to the theme. There's nothing really that breaks you out of those things. Um, like the scene and the setting and the time frame are excellently put together, and it's uh, a true, some truly horrifying scenes in that yeah. that really last with you. And Black Phillip, an absolute icon, obviously. Yeah, an absolute icon indeed, with a lovely, buttery, delicious voice. Biscuit base. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. a lovely, buttery biscuit. Face, face, <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, so thanks for listening. Um, next week, uh, are we? What are we doing next week? I think next week we're going to do Buffy the Vampire. Buffy Slayer, next week, right? If everyone, yeah. if everyone's up for that, because we just obviously discussed the 25th anniversary of the TV show, but we're going to do the movie, a movie that I think some people aren't even aware exists. Uh, not us, of course, as seasoned professionals and horror fans. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so the movie from 1992 we're going to discuss. Um, and also the, the lineup for April will be confirming uh, in the next few days, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so um, yes. if, you enjoy- <laughs> if you enjoyed today's episode, you can become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. You get some uh, bonus content and some free bits and pieces over there. Thanks to our current patrons, Lane Spencer, John Crinnan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Laura Kendrick, Scott Rigby, Julia Bilgren, Ollie Child, Leslie Carlo, and Pazuzu. Maybe I can't read that out every single time. It's getting longer <laughs> and longer, I don't know. Yeah, that's good, then. That's good. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Please join. Be one of the cool guys over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Uh, thanks to Cobrat's camera for theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. Please rate and review, subscribe. And thanks to my co-hosts Ben and Andy for being right horror dudes. Thank you very Thank much, you Luke. Guys. Thank you very much, Andy.
Thanks, a pleasure Blake. as always. And thanks for joining us, Black Phillip. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, <laughs> next week. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm off to stroll naked into the woods. Uh, maybe float. <laughs> yeah, maybe Ben, float will you bank. just take your slip off, please? <laughs> I will. And I'm writing this book. All right. If you don't know how to write, I will guide your hand. I will. I bet you will. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cheers, everybody. Nice Cheers, Philip. Bye. Bye. See you Bye. later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.